0: If Jonathan Winters is ever accused of anything, he's got the perfect alibi. He was someone else at the time. When I first saw him before the show, he was still trying to decide whether he to be a drunken Eskimo, the queen of the Vikings, or a doorknob. The wild, wild man, my friend Jonathan Winters. Thank you. Thank you very much. I had kind of a different day today. Uh, several things happened I can't tell you about because uh, they only embarrass you and embarrass me and have my family going.
1: <laughs> but
0: I, uh, I did a thing that uh, a lot of us uh, probably would like to do. Maybe few of us don't. I don't know. I'll just have to ask you. Did you ever undress in front of a dog? <laughs> that for a minute I don't know people you know it's funny a a bird a a bird somehow doesn't count right (laughs) or a cat but a dog they really stare
2: I like the house to cold
3: I like to keep
2: it scares me when she's driving And that always causes a fight I like to fuck in the morning And I like to fuck at night Sometimes it drives me crazy in the morning and
1: I suck dick night
4: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the perfect 10 podcast and now your hosts Ralphie Mae and Lana Turner
2: hi everybody I'm Ralphie May. and I'm Lana Turner and we are the perfect 10 podcast Jonathan Winters is dead but that was some of his great stuff man I mean what did you think of him baby was he what he was one of your favorites wasn't he
3: well, I was absolutely I like, loved watching Mork and Mindy. As yeah, a kid. right. And that's that's makes me that's feel where really most people old. Are. But yeah,
2: the you know it makes you. I was two years older. I had a Mork and Mindy, <laughs> uh, I got a hand-me-down Mork and Mindy lunchbox. Did you have the shirt? No. Oh. No, no. I had a a, a shirt that kind of looked like it.
3: Right, right. I never yeah. had the hip one. I never had the one. Like,
2: How about the people who are still rocking the rainbow suspenders? Who knew that shit would catch on?
3: Rainbow suspenders are great. What could be more happier than a pair of ra- than a rainbow suspenders? Come on.
2: Uh, fuck if I know. I don't know. A, the, a bump of coke and head. Okay, that's way funnier than rainbow. Well, I'm pretty sure that rainbow. that was
3: involved in the creation of Morgan Mindy <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. Hey, we're gonna take this big white thing. It's gonna crack open, and I'm gonna just go crazy. All right, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to uh, bang that Mindy, and why didn't Mort bang Mindy? You know, and uh,
3: didn't they end up
2: together? I don't know. Did I, they?
3: I think they did. Didn't they end up having? Did isn't they, Jonathan uh, Winters their child?
2: I thought he was a child that was sent to Mort.
3: I think that that somehow didn't Mort give birth to the egg? Didn't the egg uh, come out of? out of Mork's mouth and then it formed into Jonathan Winters and because the men give birth on that planet. What was the planet called? I don't remember.
2: I don't Nanu, no no. No, no, that's the greeting, <laughs> nanu <laughs> oh, nanu. Okay. Yeah, but
3: I, I have to go back and refresh my Mork and Mindy. Like I I you mean gotta, I wouldn't even know how. You, I want you the even fucking them?
2: Jeep. I don't know. Is there a box set, Mork and Mindy box set?
3: probably i'm sure you could still get it
2: that's yeah so, amazon's should, got you know, it we should
3: get it because that'd be fun for the kids to watch you yeah, know like I classic mean, it's, television it's, that's it's, uh, that funny that old television that'd be I,
2: yeah but i mean you wanted to watch more Mindy. i want them to watch you know the fred sanford you know with yeah. steady freddy and and uh, but the drunk and the and the you know ann Esther, okay right. and uh, you know a son who uh, can't do nothing right but my favorite episode is when he gets robbed by the black people Oh, my God, <laughs> when he gets robbed by black folks and goes in and calls them niggas and stuff. And the, you know, th- that episode was the, I mean, it, they had the balls in the 70s to uh, on that uh, Fred Sanford show. I mean, Red Fox show, the, the, the Sanford and Son, uh, to have the word nigger in the number one show on television and right. during prime time. Norman Lear, and the most balls of anybody in no, television. But it,
3: you know what? Television had balls. Yeah, it doesn't, have, it doesn't balls, have balls. Anymore. Which is why Netflix is going to have all the new, like, awesome stuff on it. Yeah. Because people can actually watch what they want to watch. Right. You so can be crazy on next, Netflix. Yeah, They don't yeah. care.
2: You know, but that was, you know, a lot of people don't know that one of the uh, writers of, that, of that, um, that episode was Richard Pryor. No kidding. Yeah. Richard Pryor helped write that episode. That was the, that was one of the most pivotal episodes of all time uh, of television. Interesting. Yeah. The fact that they broke that down, I mean, blows my mind.
3: So getting back around to Jonathan Winters, didn't you meet him at one point?
2: Yeah, I met him at the improv. I met him at the improv, and he was um, super nice, super, super nice. And a comedian, and we, we joked how we were fat and stuff like that, and, and we were having fun back and forth, and he was laughing. And, and it was just really a cool moment. And then out of nowhere, these fucking dumb young comics came up, Mister Winner, Mister Winner, Mister Winner. Can't you see I'm talking to someone? Else? I mean, he just went crazy on him, okay. And then it came back to me, La la la, why are we? You know, it was, it was a crazy funny moment. But he, uh, he said, Good luck, good luck, friend, good luck, good luck. All right, and uh, and went. And the guy worked till the end. He was the voice of Papa Smurf, okay. Which I just saw uh this past weekend at that bot mitzvah, that was a uh, smurfs all over the place somebody loves smurfs in the smurf movie smurf ad and all of them all right and i didn't that, see
3: papa smurf at the bot mitzvah
2: yeah yeah he was sitting over there by uncle jerry stop right? i swear to god uncle jerry looks like papa smurf what uh, the fuck Add blue Add ad blue bit. he's got a the beard bit. okay <laughs> he's sweet on all right he'd live under a mushroom okay him in maryland
3: he's so right. funny this is how funny my uncle jerry is when, uh, when he comes on the bus to see Rafi, Hoochie Mama, our English Bulldog, the first one to greet him, and he yells, Rafi, how are you? It's <laughs> so
2: good to see you. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Uncle Jerry's hilarious. Um, they uh, um, played Papa Smurf and just completed um, work. He worked to the end. He worked to the end of his life, Jonathan Winters. Uh, he just finished um, Smurf 2. Uh, the Smurfs, too. Whether he played Papa Smurf and just finished all the voiceover And then work he's like,
3: I'm done. Kill me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Holy shit. This is a new fucking low for even me. I'm going to go ahead and die. <laughs> this movie sucks things. All right. I was always rooting for Gargamel. Me, too. Yeah. I always liked the cat. Oh, Esmeralda? Yes. I always yeah, wanted the well cat to cat eat person. a Smurf. That'd be awesome. How they lose? Uh, who was that one who had a shitty attitude, like he was union?
3: It wouldn't right. matter. No, I I wanted yeah. to, I wanted him was killed. That?
2: A shitty Smurf was that? was his name? He has a shitty fucking attitude. Remember that one?
3: No, that was a good one. I always wanted him to kill Smurfette.
2: Fuck yeah! I, you know, I I single-handedly wanted her dead and fuck her once. <laughs> okay, you know, I mean that would be awesome. You know, I have a blue chick. Captain Kirk had a blue chick, or his was green. I don't know, blue, green, whatever. All right. <laughs> but I wanted a blue chick at that point. I was like, man, I'll take that smurf at, bitch. Come here, you fucking filthy animal. I don't right, care if you're only three mushroom. apples high. I'm still going to bang you like you're six apples. Just the apples. tip. Just the tip. Okay. I was, uh, I was a teenager. <laughs> that was my move. Just the tip. The weird thing is, if you fuck a smurf, then you get blue balls. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: Waka waka. Waka uh, waka. Yeah. That's great improv.
2: Great improv. Uh, Which, speaking of great improv, you uh, just met uh, one of the uh, uh, greats of all time, a legend from Houston, Texas. Got to start at the comedy workshop with the likes of Bill Hicks and Sam Kennison doing improv with those guys. And um, and it's Mr. Rick Overton. Yep,
3: got to hang out with him at the Second City location here in Hollywood, and it was an absolute blast. Listen to this. Ten. Rick, this is... One of your home bases in, in L.A.?
5: I love coming to play here. I started in my, dad's, my mom and dad's house in the attic with dad dropping a needle on Jonathan Winters' comedy albums and Bob Newhart, but a lot of Winters, and dragging me in front of the tube so we would stay up past my bedtime to go watch Jonathan Winters on you know Johnny Carson and uh, even early back to... I'm old enough, I saw him on Little Kid, Jack Parr and... Unbelievable what he was doing. Unbelievable that someone would roll a camera without checking what you do first and completely vetting it like any other late-night talk show. Then just let a comic go, I got something funny I'll do. Okay, what comic gets away with that now? you got to be like movie stars. They all have to hand in a card with the stuff they're going to do. And Jonathan, they just went, no, it'll just be okay. It'll just trust whatever he did. It will be amazing. Right. We lost Jonathan Winters this weekend.
3: Right, and it's tragic. um, Was his parting words nanu nanu? (laughs) When I first moved to L.A., I did a couple of classes um, at a different location, and I had fun with it. But for me, what you said about Jonathan Winters earlier, about how he was one of the first people to involve being the only one on stage doing comedy. Right, there was sketch
5: improv, just some guy up there talking. Uh, and going, like Lord Buckley did some of that, uh-huh. uh, too. But it eventually all became beautifully formed pieces. But Jonathan, you just give him a hat, and he turns it sideways, and he's an admiral, and he turns it forward, and he's a cowboy. He turns it backwards. He's a, you know, uh, a gold uh, panner, and uh, on and on and on. His imagination was boundless.
3: Right. He's awesome. He
5: was the father of my imagination as a little kid. I decided as a little kid, I saw that and went, They'll let someone do that.
3: Did you want the hat? You're like, I want that hat so I can be three I want, different things. I wanted
5: just about four inches below it. I wanted that brain.
3: Right. All right. So, Rick, since we're here in Second City, I want to kind of give you some topics. Okay. And, and um, is it just like one word that I would give you or?
5: Well, what were you going to say?
3: Okay. Aliens.
5: All right. You be the aliens. Okay. And you're going to ask me to explain words to you from scratch because you don't know what these Earth words mean. So okay. basic, simple words from things in our life that you haven't heard of because of your planet, and I have to explain it to you like you've never heard of it. All right. Welcome to Earth. What would you like to know?
3: Uh,
5: this is a chair. Mm. Now, a chair is something that humans sit on because... We are a species that is very closely related to the sloth. Sloth. And the sloth is a slow-moving animal. Slow. Uh, slow. So that's where the slow from sloth came. A slow. S. <laughs> slow. <laughs> that's right. So we are very, sl- very closely what related. What is? S- 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 is the sound of air escaping. Air. Air. Air is the thing you can't see but you believe in, like religion. Religion. Religion is something that a man in a building tells you what God is thinking and accepts money for. God? God is a, guy, as a being we gave our face so that we would act like he can be our big brother and kick someone else's ass who has their version of a God to fight back with. It's our big brother monster giant we can use to kick someone else's butt. Ass. Ass is the thing we sit on a chair and scene.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's awesome. Thank you.
5: <laughs> that was fun. That was really the translation fun. Translation game. Welcome to Earth game.
3: Thank you. Okay, give me another game. Let's play one number. What else? What is another example of an improv game we could play? All
5: right. Well, we can do a scene. Oh, scene. This is an acting, this is an acting scene. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Excellent! Uh, someone's showing up for some reason. There's a conflict or whatever. Uh, relationship. What, what do you think, Danny? Uh,
4: you guys are co-captains of a ship in a storm.
3: Ahoy, matey! Uh,
5: matey, listen. <laughs> the ship is starting to lean sideways, and, and all the toilets are sliding off to the port side of the boat, and the, and the passengers are very unhappy, and I don't know what I can do about it. You're the more experienced of the two captains. What do we do? I no, you do. know oh, you've been through all okay. the nautical training school at Carnival. Carnival I, has the best training. I think it's we have to tie Carnival some knots. <laughs>
3: we have to tie knots, right?
5: We have to tie some, some knots. Some
3: knots. Sweet yes. to the toilets.
5: Into, and stick them in the toilets and right. jam the toilets? T-
3: tie the knots to the toilets. Oh, okay. And then tie the toilets to the customers who are complaining so we don't lose the toilets and the customers.
5: Oh, good. So they don't go out the window when we turn sideways. That's right. Brilliant, Captain. That's right. Why and didn't then I think of that?
3: And then, and then we have to tie lifeboats to the toilets to the customers just in case something yeah. happens and yeah. the whole thing turns to shit.
5: Oh, the whole thing? Well, the left side is definitely turning to shit. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the poo side adventure.
3: I think this sketch poo is turning to adventure. shit. <laughs> well,
5: it's just uh, it's something from the news. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? We have to be afraid of on this boat.
5: What do we have to be afraid of? Well, besides, besides, besides the buffet?
3: Well, that's what I was thinking, because there's always, like, diseases that break out on these boats. And with oh. our ship turning to the side and all the sick yeah. people on the boat, yeah, it's... this ship is fucking sank.
5: Oh. <laughs> well... Listen, there's one lifeboat for us, but only one of us can go.
3: Well, it's going to be me. <laughs> See sucker. I'm going to go
5: down with the ship, then. <laughs> I mean ship. <laughs> All right. And scene. It's so <laughs> it was fun. fun.
3: It was really a fun thank time. Thank you for having me very like...
5: much.
3: Rick, thank you so much for joining us and sharing so much of your great talent and stories with us.
5: Oh, thanks for listening.
2: I really love Rick Overton. I got to be honest with you. I am a. I uh, I loved him in Eight Legged Freaks. He was the deputy that saved everybody and brought him out of the mall from the giant spiders and stuff like that. And then down back into it, and he didn't get killed the whole time. It was impressive. And usually a deputy. That's how good he was. He didn't get killed in Eight Legged Freaks. <laughs> you know, you got monster spiders every goddamn place, and you don't get eight. That's pretty strong, Jack. It's pretty strong. That's such a good
3: reference, Ralphie Eight Legged Freaks. That's pretty strong on your part.
2: Come on now, who are you talking to, Johnny Bananas? <laughs> yeah.
3: I was trying. I was meeting Danny and Rick at Second City to record the bit. Yeah. And I I pulled off the side of the road to park, and I I think that I got confused because there was, like, second suits, and it was kind of like to look like Second City, <laughs> and I was so <laughs> confused. <laughs>
2: Are we going to Second Suits or Second City because they both look the same? And they
3: were like two doors apart, and I was like, where am I? Am I yeah, this is a and, suit shop?
2: And, and, and where's First Suits? <laughs> and why would you want to go to Second Suits, okay? I mean, come on. Hey, hey, you know, you, you can spend some money and get a fucking quality piece of suit. Nah, what a shitty one. <laughs> Where's that second soup place? Oh, it's two doors down from Second City in Los Angeles. Second City is not just like one place. I mean, they they are, uh, I believe they started in Toronto, okay? Or Chicago, or then Chicago, then Toronto, okay? But those two places are the, that's where Lauren Michaels for the majority of the casting for the last 30 years of the of Saturday Night Live has gotten his talent. Right. I mean, th- th- these, these Second City guys are just fierce, man. I mean, you know, you give them some time, give them some drugs, okay, put them under pressure, and, uh, you know, a little genius pops out. You know, <laughs> a little genius. All right. Hey, that guy's not too funny. All right. Hey, you think John Blue's you can't cut a sandwich with a ninja sword? Yeah, wasn't that funny that first time? Give him two bumps, okay? <laughs> Tell him he gets a third one at the bottom of that fucking sandwich. Watch him chop the shit out of that. Okay, imagine this big-ass Subway sandwich is a big line of coke. Now chop it up with your sword, okay? And boom, he went, Jack. He went. But I mean, they have Second City is. I mean, they really do a remarkable thing. But I got to be honest. I mean, it is an acquired taste. The 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 whole sketch thing.
3: There's I mean, a lot of people that filter through these places. Okay, like look at yeah. the, if if you take the pool of of stand up comedians, it's it's a, it's got a filtration system on it that is so abundantly obvious because you can't develop in a room. In a building somewhere on Hollywood Boulevard, you have to get up on stage and be in front of right. a live audience, so it naturally weeds people out. Whereas this place, there was people lined up to audition to get in there, where they take their money anyways mm-hmm. to, to take their classes. Well, so genius. there's a, a lot of people who come through there who, who do improv, but won't, won't be Belushi, you know? Yeah. So it's a little different than, it's two different worlds. While people think about it sort of the same, it's not. It's it's two completely different worlds. Yeah,
2: without a doubt. St- stand-up comedy has, um, I mean, you have to get laughter. It, it is, by definition, you have to get laughter uh, if you're good between 8 to 15 seconds.
3: We. I, it's fun. It was fun to pretend, like, to play pretend. Yeah, right? You know, I mean,
2: it's, it's like word games. It's Mad Libs, okay? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just Mad Libs. But the the sketches like Second City, you know, man, their sketches are pretty tight, Jack. Well, I, know? and improv has brought us a lot of great people. I mean, I mean, the Belushi, Ackroyd, okay, those were all Second City guys. But they were, you know, and then you know, there's the Groundlings, okay, that gave us Phil Hartman. All right, you know, you. Uh, you work hard enough at something you'll get good at it
3: when you're talking about people who have these dreams and they're like in these classes trying to fight and win the fight and whatever yeah. um so I was hanging out with a guy named Micah Bleich, and he has always dreamed of being a drummer, but he's never really gotten the opportunity to showcase his talent, nor really practice his talent, nor actually own a drum kit. He just kind of okay, all right, we asked him what. <laughs> What
2: he would like to. So he, he he's he's a open drum comic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay. Well, I mean, you kind of you talk. We we always want to get people. Hey, is
2: that trash? Let me beat the shit out of that. Exactly. That's music, folks, and that's how the the Broadway musical sensation Stomp was formed. <laughs> okay. Hey, gonna, gonna bang some shit. Sure, knock yeah, yourself bang it out.
3: Together. Well, so we, when talking to Micah, what do you like to do? Uh, he says he likes to drum, so we're like, cool, let's go drum. And that's what we did, so here you go. I'm in the drum store with Micah Bleich. Micah, what are we doing here?
6: Hey, I'm going to teach you to drum.
3: Awesome, I've always wanted to drum. I love it.
6: It's the best. There's something kind
3: of... very natural. like.
6: Yeah, I've primal. loved it since I was a child. I would bang on anything I could possibly find. Actually, my parents took me to a doctor when I was young because I wouldn't stop hitting things around the house. They thought I was crazy or something.
3: Oh, like were you hitting your sister or something?
6: No, I mean, <laughs> I'd hit myself some places if the sound was right, but mostly boxes, trash cans, whatever. And the doctors said I was fine and that there's no cure for rhythm, so I just have to live with it.
1: Oh,
3: were you hitting with rhythm, or was that what your parents were concerned about?
6: <laughs> I think that I was excellent, even as, <laughs> as an infant. My parents didn't seem to agree.
3: Oh, that's hysterical. So did they, did they try and help you with your passion and embrace it or squash it?
6: Uh, they tried to squash it. As supportive as my parents usually were, they did not like the sound of loud drums at all times in their house. So they Imagine actually, that. Yeah, and they got me, like, piano lessons so that I would not drum. And then I ended up opening the piano and drumming on the strings inside and the top of the piano. Basically,
3: destroying the piano. Exactly,
6: huh? destroying this multi-thousand-dollar uh, instrument, just so that I could get my kicks.
3: And then you still ended up breaking their heart and went into yeah. comedy.
6: What are you gonna <laughs> do? That they'd
3: have known back when that you were gonna choose comedy. Now that they, you are a repressed drummer, they might have they might have viewed things a little differently, huh? Yeah,
6: Maybe if they had gotten me drumming, I could be some famous musician right now. Instead of uh, sharing family secrets on stage for approval,
3: <laughs> that's awesome. That's so funny. Um, that sounded like such a forced laugh, but it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Um, it's, it's like almost evil. Like <laughs>
6: yeah, oh, that's
3: hysterical. So, why don't you show me how to how to drum? I've, yeah, I'd love to. And by the way, I have to give a shout out right now to the best drummer in the whole wide world, Aaron Disler.
6: Aaron Disler, awesome.
3: Yep. All right, Mikey, you ready? You Wanna try this awesome drum kit out?
6: Yeah, let's do it.
3: All right, cool. Awesome. Show me some of your skills. Cool. At some point I want to just mess you up. Get in here and, like, whoa, whoa, I'm gonna mess you up. I'm gonna take your rhythm away. I couldn't mess up his rhythm, Danny. I think
6: you made it better. I think you made it much better. I should always have somebody screaming in my face while I drum.
3: So, do you feel like drumming has contributed to your comedic rhythm?
6: Yeah, definitely. Actually, I wrote a comedy song using drums and with a rap. Really? Yeah, it's called Turtle Love turtle love yeah it's about having sex with a turtle you know normal stuff
3: totally i want to hear that
6: let's do it then
3: okay cool uh, i'll tell you what i got an idea i got an idea let's trade spots see if i can keep a beat while you wrap the turtle um
6: i need someone to sing a hook
3: do you bang do you bang a, or do any you'll do the hook and i'll play the drums
6: back, back, back. yeah that was it
3: I've got this. You can do
6: your own. I'll figure out how to match it. Just as long as you keep it consistent. And what's the
4: hook that I'm going to be doing?
6: Oh, it's going to go Turtle baby, you turtle me on and on and on and on. That's it.
3: Did you just say turtle me baby, you turtle me on? You turtle me on and on and on and on. So
6: that's it. You But you got
3: to say turtle me baby. You turtle me on and on and on
1: and on.
6: Hey little turtle, let me shake your shell You got the bomb ass booty with the turtle smell It take you five minutes just to crawl into bed But don't go inside your shell, I want some turtle head If you don't do that, then I ain't no snob I'll just settle for a flipper job
4: Turtle me baby you turtle me on and on and on and on, and and on.
6: My friends say it's creepy and my love is whack, but I just want to mount you on your turtle back. Shake and shimmy and hop like a toad. I want to show you how it work my turtle chode. A turtle me, baby! A turtle
4: me on No, no, no.
6: They should call you seahorse because you know I want to ride. Plus it's wet on the floor when I get inside. Oh, what's that? Yeah, you live in the sea then? Hold up. Let me introduce you to my sea man. A turtle me, baby! finito that's the end excellent drumming are you sure you don't drum for a living
3: Uh, that's it that's all it took
6: yeah uh it's a little known fact that drummers have no more than 15 minutes of training that's travis barker i think maybe half an hour (laughs) top
3: oh my gosh this is a blast i I think um you got me hooked on drumming
6: excellent (laughs) then my mission is accomplished
3: (laughs) thank you So, Micah Bleich, while not being a great drummer... amen to that. A, yeah.
2: A <laughs> fucking minute to that, Jack. He
3: is a great comedian. and uh, He
2: is. And uh, Go out and see him, please. Follow him, find him, and uh, follow, and, and he'll get better Promise. And
3: hopefully he doesn't drum for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: hopefully. Uh, d- don't shout out, Turtle! Do the turtle song!
3: Yeah! Or, or maybe shout it out. But uh, uh, if you want to give yeah. Rafi a shout out, you can go see him this weekend. He's going to be in Laughlin, Nevada.
2: At the beautiful Riverside Casino, Don Laughlin's Casino, there. Is it beautiful? No. Okay. Well, it was beautiful in like 82.
3: Okay, so yeah. 82.
2: If you liked 1982, like if 82 is your fucking year. Yeah.
3: Hop in your DeLorean and go see Ralphie and I mean, Laughlin. In your DeLorean. Nevada. No shit, man. Get hit
2: the flex, flux capacitor and go yeah, back yeah. 30 years. Oh, my God, man. It is a time warp again.
3: But even more exciting, you're opening the the new old room in, yeah. in uh, Tempe.
2: I am. Uh, we are Yeah, we're I'll opening. be there with you. We're doing it. I know. We are doing it. The 7th and 8th, the uh, very famous... Uh, Improv, I mean... Wh- well, it closed the, it its was,
3: doors for a little while, which is very sad. There were some sad circumstances in the club. Yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a beautiful mental. room. I remember, like, dreaming of performing in that room. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was the one that you go... Gosh, if I could ever perform in that room. And then it was so sad when they shut it down. But they're reopening it, and you're going to be the one to kick it kickstart it.
2: I'm kicking it right in its ass, folks. Uh, The Tempe Improv uh, shows on Tuesday and Wednesday, special two shows. The
3: first show is Tuesday. The first time it's ever been reopened.
2: It's ever been reopened. So it's kind of cool. uh, It's a special night. It's May 7th, and uh, they chose me to do it, or I was the guy who was available. You know, Either way, it's an honor. Thank you.
3: And uh, I'll be there with you. So yeah. that's, that's going to be really, really fun. And also, I'm going to be on Friday night on another newly renovated room, the Improv in Hollywood. It's my first time to get up on the new old stage there. So that's for the Refried Show, which is always one of my favorite shows to be on. So there yeah, you go.
2: Yeah. And uh, little known fact underneath that, um, that stage at the Improv is all those uh, big pile of those uh, pictures of Michael Richards. So true. Anyways, uh, we've got great comedy coming to you, as always. And at the end of the month, it's super big. We're going to be back in Las Vegas at the beautiful South Point Casino and Spa. All right? And uh, not only are we there performing in the showroom, we are going to be recording specials. I said we, because this is Lana's first special. That's right. Live. Live.
3: we got something really cool happening, because um, I got the opportunity to shoot a special, and we decided to do it there, and just keep the cameras rolling, so Ralphie's going to get um, get to do two specials Yeah, I'll just over just the record course of the p- weekend, so we're going to really I'm going to do my out. dirty
2: set, okay, that if you haven't heard, it's hilarious. None of the jokes will be repeats, promise, and then uh, I'm going to do my stoner set, because there's so many stoners like, dude, you got to do just a stoner album. All right, dudes. All right, and uh if everything everything goes great, you'll see it on network TV. Everything goes uh great, it'll be on Netflix and if everything goes bad, you'll never fucking see it. Okay, <laughs> all right, I promise. Well
3: I think it's gonna go great. And if you can't tell from our voices, we're so fucking excited. Yeah, so.
2: this is this is awesome, okay. I uh I, I went with uh Lana to uh see her try her dress on and the dress, folks, people are gonna be talking about this fucking dress forever, okay. Because I was like, Stop. hey, go, go put that fucking dress on. I don't know, it's not really me. She comes out in the dress. All right. You look great. Now Take that fucking dress off. I'm gonna bang the shit out of you, you filthy, dirty bitch. All right, let's look go. Let's go. Fuck let's this. end this That's episode. So let's let's finish I this thing. I want that. That dress I is gonna have, get let's, used and abused. Holy it. shit, it's gonna be more. Guys, thank on there you so than much than for fucking, listening to the podcast. It's mean, gonna be so hot. Thank you so Holy much. Please shit. come back and listen yeah, again next I'm week. I want to make you wear those boots Download, and just lift subscribe. it up. Rip that skirt open. Zip it up. Rate us uh, five stars. Put this. Thank Medium Disney to you. So much for listening. Oh, shit. I'm going to fuck the, if you get the chance, bottom out of that thing. Come okay. see us in Las oh, Vegas. I might just jerk off with that Shut dress Shut this. Okay. Sorry. Stop it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: Now, what's the band now,
2: this week? <laughs> as always, folks, on the end of the show, we have a... Uh, and by the way, we need to get the fuck out of here because I'm getting kind of horned up now. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, um, I'm so uncomfortable. I, I don't care. What? We made babies. They know we got fucking kids. I mean, we must do it once in a while. Yeah.
3: All right. That, that's enough.
2: I know. Enough. But hey, what? What? I want my beautiful woman to wear a, a hot right. dress for all me. Right. All right. It gives they me get a the boner. Point. They Jesus, get the point. Quiet. All right. I'm Jesus saying, Christ, okay? Ralphie. I'm just saying, I'm feeling kind of rapey about that dress. Okay, it's <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. I might bang that fucking dress before you get in oh, it. Oh, God. Okay, that's how hot it is. All right, and you can win a trip to come see us record. Okay, be a big fan, listen to us, uh, give us some trivia. Uh, what was the, uh, what was uh, Michael Bleich's, uh song okay what was the first line okay you read the first line you're entered to win free trip to las vegas for you and another person to come see us perform at the live uh tapings of our specials at the beautiful south point casino's uh showroom okay. <laughs> That's awesome. hey i'm trying to sell shit over here what are you doing okay Jesus Christ. I know.
3: we didn't even do our fucking our sponsor squarespace oh, we forgot right. to do them oh,
2: we can't okay, forget- let's do them now. Then, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, Squarespace, it kicks ass. If you want to start a website and you don't want to spend hardly any money, you don't know how to do it, go to Squarespace.com. Squarespace.com uh, is so.
3: I'm gonna fuck, fuck hell us Squarespace. I'm gonna
2: fuck you, Squarespace, Squarespace, so hard. You look so good I wanna, in that that's dress. That's how good you are. That's how you good you made my website. Hey, if you got a nice <laughs> dirty porn website you want to launch, go to Squarespace.com. Okay, <laughs> you know I've got uh, I've got seven Polaroids of me and. A fat girl in a fucking double <laughs> wide in Alabama. All right, I'm putting them up there on Squarespace, Squarespace.com. All right, where the invention is yours. All right, uh, All right. okay. Uh, it's uh we'll you know get what? The Copy better later, Dan- Danny.
3: You can you can throw that boring fucking copy in now.
2: Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's your, and here's what Squarespace wants us to say, Danny.
3: Yeah. Just for for purposes of whatever. Go um, ahead. Legal here's- purposes. Go ahead and and read the copy.
4: Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy for you to create professional websites, blogs, portfolios, and now even online stores. Squarespace introduces a new commerce solution that allows you to instantly create a store and start selling your products. Squarespace Commerce provides powerful and flexible e-commerce solutions. Integrated to work with every Squarespace template, allowing sales for both physical and digital. Goods. For example, you can sell your music CDs or MP3s, hardcover books or ebooks. Squarespace has fast working account setup so you can accept payments right away via credit or debit cards. Single interface for order management, tracking orders, providing customer email updates, printing shipping labels and adding coupons. Squarespace Commerce is included with a business plan subscription which starts at $24 per month when you sign up for a year. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com/perfect10. That's squarespace.com/perfect10 and use offer code PERFECT or go to fakemustache.com and click on the Squarespace banner in the Perfect 10 page.
2: Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, as always, uh, great music at the end of our show. Uh, this band was uh, recorded live at the beautiful Mercy Lounge in Nashville, Tennessee. If you ever get a chance, you gotta go. Great music, seven nights a week. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Corey, Corey Chisel. Chisel. <laughs>
1: i um.
6: Want to win a trip to Las Vegas to see Ralphie Mae live at the South Point Casino? It's easy. Just be the one to kiss our asses the most, and you and a friend could be one of our lucky winners to be flown from anywhere in the U.S. to Vegas. Picked up in a limo, put up at the South Point Casino Hotel, and get two tickets to see them perform. Be creative, folks. Promote us in your hometown, online on your social media site, and leave us nice comments and high ratings on iTunes, and you could be the next lucky winner. Good luck, and start ass-kissing today.
1: Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of
6: your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at Perfect Ten perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.